This episode is dedicated to my young cousin, Patrick. He fought a hard six-week battle with complications from COVID and unfortunately passed away last week. Patrick lived with grace, humbleness, and a sense of humor that brightened everyone's day. When we talked, he always ended with the same phrase, Catherine, can you do me a favor? And then he'd say, keep doing what you're doing, or simply keep smiling, or tell me to say to the family, hello, or do me a favor and give Mike a big hug for me. Patrick, do me a favor and rest in peace. Your positive, positive, positive imprint. 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 Stories are everywhere. People and their positive action inspire positive achievements. Your PI could mean the world to you. Get ready for your positive imprint. Well, thank you so much for listening to all of these amazing and exceptional positive imprints. I'm Catherine, your host of the podcast, Your Positive Imprint, the variety show featuring people all over the world whose positive actions are inspiring positive achievements. Exceptional people rise to the challenge. Music by the talented Chris Noll. Check out his music and learn so much more about his background. Download his music at chrisnoll.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-N-O-L-E. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Your Positive Imprint. Connect with me on LinkedIn. My website is yourpositiveimprint.com, where you can sign up for email updates and learn more about the podcast. You can listen to the show from my website, yourpositiveimprint.com, or of course, listen from any podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or simply your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to share episodes, download, subscribe, or follow this podcast. Enjoy the show and get inspired to activate your own positive imprint. Your positive imprint. What's your PI? Marine biologist Terry Lilly provides information on climate change and reasons for why the house fell into the ocean in Hawaii on the island of Oahu. This just little one segment just happened two days ago. It's really powerful and, very, and highly dramatic. I mean, these images are being seen all over the world. On the north shore of Oahu, for 10 years now, we've had a bad erosion problem of our beaches. And I've been taking video of the beaches near Sunset Beach uh, almost every other day now for two years. And the homes along the beach there have been losing their patio decks and part of their front yards into the water. These homes are worth like five, $10 million a piece. They're right on the beach on the most beautiful beach, Sunset Beach. What we've discovered over the last 10 years by scuba diving on the reef out in front of these homes, that the corals have all died and the corals are mother nature's natural seawall for beach erosion. What happened is corals died and the reef actually lowered about three feet in height because of the dead corals they are gone. I just did a movie on this. That's on uh, spectrum sports OC 16 right now in Hawaii. And the movie's going like gangbusters and it's on the women's uh, surf channel. So anyway, it documented the reef dying out in front of these homes at Sunset Beach and Rocky Point. 
and the beach was eroding. Where climate change comes into the issue here is in Hawaii now, our weather patterns, like everywhere else, are changing quite dramatically. And one of the changes is we're losing our trade winds. And the trade winds are our normal offshore wind on the north shore of Kauai and the north shore of Oahu. And these trade winds actually affect how the surf breaks on the shore. Okay, this offshore wind holds the waves up, keeps the waves offshore a little bit further. So the trade winds are actually good for the lack of erosion. But we've lost 50% of our trade winds over the last year. What we're getting now is an onshore wind along the North Shore called the Kona wind, K-O-N-A, from the Kona coast of uh, the Big Island. Now, these Kona winds actually push the wave's energy more to the shore. So when we have these Kona winds, the waves are going to have a more power hit the beach and a higher erosion rate. So what's been unheard of for the last 45 days, we have had these Kona winds and a west swell for 45 days straight. That's unheard of here in Hawaii. Normally we have the Kona winds maybe for four to five days. Then it goes back to the trade winds for 30, 40 days. Then the Kona winds for four to five days. It's just the opposite right now. We're having, even including right now, if you look at the, the weather in Hawaii right now, the winds are five miles an hour. That, that it's just, you know, you bet you lived here. That's unheard of. Now, these 45 days of lack of wind and a west swell has undermined these homes on the North Shore. And the first multi-million dollar home fell into the ocean two days ago. Oh, my gosh. So it's laying sideways on the beach right now. The images have gone worldwide. You can uh, just go to Hawaii News Now, our TV station, and you can get the link and you can view these homes. Now, I have video of these homes, like I said, with the drone all year long and with my beat camera on the beach dating back to 2008. So in 2008, 10 and 2012, when the reef started to die out front of these homes, I did several high-profile news stories with these Hawaiian news station saying that people allow the reef to die out here, the reef's going to lower, and all these homes are going to fall in the ocean. Well, 10 years ago, I kind of got laughed at, to be honest with you. Now the homeowners all had me down to their houses the other day going over a game plan on what the future is going to look like. So it's, it's kind of cause and effect. So the two things have happened. The coral reef died, which we're studying as to why did the coral reef die? Underwater submarine activity is what we suspect. And then that's on top of a true climate change issue that's changing the weather, <clears throat> which changes the surf which alters the beach erosion, which led to a multi-million dollar home falling into the surf two days ago. So real life cause and effect that's costing millions of dollars, the government officials, 
Uh, we're on TV. You'll see on the report our head of our DLNR, Suzanne Case. And the government officials are now having to look at 20, 30, 40 homes falling into the water. So this first one's just going to make a domino effect. Who's liable for these homes when they fall in the water? This is a huge issue around climate change for all around the world. When Miami goes underwater, when Manhattan Island goes underwater, when uh, San Diego and San Francisco go underwater, these problems all around the world, and buildings fall into the ocean, well, the ocean is public property. So who's liable for the cleanup caused by climate change and coastal properties falling into the ocean and damaging public beaches and public coral reefs. The state of Hawaii is saying they don't have enough money to clean up all of these coastal homes when they fall into the water. The homeowners are saying they don't have enough money to remove their million dollar homes before they fall into the water. So, this debate back and forth that's being stimulated by the changing climate is going to be for all of us to figure out because it's going to affect everybody who pays taxes in Hawaii or in mainland United States. Because technically the way the laws are written, when these multi-million dollar homes fall into the ocean, taxpayers are liable for the cleanup because these are public beaches. And wow. I don't know about you or me or anyone else in Hawaii or Florida or California is going to want to be giving 90% of our income for tax dollars to clean up all these multi-million dollar homes and businesses and hotels and restaurants that are going to be falling into the ocean. Finally, finally, humans here are actually going to have to get progressive figure out how to be sustainable. And that's part of what, you know, we're going to talk about. How can we have a sustainable environment? It's being done around the world in a lot of places. So all of this is very much interlinked. But human nature usually dictates, I've been saying this for so long now that I'm losing my hair over it. <laughs> human nature <laughs> dictates that they won't do anything progressive to save the environment from changing until they start losing a great deal of money. Well, $5 million worth of property falling in the ocean two days ago on the North Shore of Oahu is causing the people there now to finally do something. And all the studies that I've been doing over the last 10 years are now all showing back up on the news and social media. You know, people that have been studying the ocean here have said this is going to happen uh, all the way back 10 years ago, and no one ever did anything about it. So we got to get more progressive in the way we're looking at our changing planet and start doing things ahead of the time instead of after the fact. Well, it's already after the fact because climate change <laughs> has kidding. been noticed and documented for several decades now. 
Catherine, there's two ways to look at this. There's the negative way, and then there's the way of future opportunity. And I'll just give you a good example on these homes along Sunset Beach in Hawaii right now. Okay. If you look at all of the Hawaiian islands, some of our islands, Lanai, Molokai, parts of Maui, Nihihau, we have a lot of the Hawaiian islands that are not being seriously affected by climate change, even though they have warmer sea temperatures and rising sea temperatures. So if you look at all the Hawaiian islands, only a few places are being negatively affected by climate change at this point in time. Parts of the planet are changing very quickly that's pretty obviously instigated by the burning of fossil fuels. The science is there to show that. But nature can respond to that change in a positive way. So we'll just go back to these homes because it, it's a perfect example. On other Hawaiian islands, homes are not falling in the water. Why? I've been to every one of the Hawaiian islands except Ko'olawe doing coral studies. Well, on Lanai'i and Molokai'i, the coral reef has grown upwards faster than the sea level rise. So Mother Nature has sat there and said, okay, we have a quarter of an inch of sea level rise every year. You add that up over 20, 30, 40, 50 years, we have a problem. But the corals are growing at three to four inches a year. So the, the reefs outside of the beaches on these islands, the corals are so healthy, they're growing upward. They block the impact of the waves and the impact of the sea level rise. And their beach homes are doing just fine. So now a question while you're talking about that. You mentioned yeah. in one of the uh, previous episodes about the toxicity, the toxins, that coral reefs die because when the temperatures of the ocean rise, the coral reefs are more susceptible to those toxins. Does this mean that people, at least in the Hawaiian Islands, are working at lowering emissions and other pollutants in the surrounding area yeah. to protect those corals? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And matter of fact, some of the islands in Hawaii, like Kauai, where I live, half of the time and half the time on Oahu. Kauai is an amazing island. It's all going to be solar powered, hydrogen powered. We're not going to import fossil fuel into Kauai in the near future. Our mayor and our county council have already come up with a timeline of when that's going to happen. Also in Kauai, we fought the GMO companies, Monsanto, Syngenta, BASF, and almost completely eliminated farm chemicals from going into the ocean. Kauai is really quite a success story. Yes, yes. Also in Kauai, I'll, I'll toot the horn of everybody here um, because they have a lot to share with the planet. Kauai is shifting to all organic farming. They're shifting to producing all their food so they don't have to have fossil fuels with these big container ships bringing food here. Uh, Kauai it's organic farming. There's not chemicals running off into the ocean, but they're also starting to farm certain species of plants. Okay, hemp, uh, breadfruit. These plants uh, revitalize the soil here. 
they keep the soil from running off into the ocean. We're cleaning up the cesspools here and making that mandatory. And even the EPA and some other funding agencies are putting up money, low interest loans, so that people can replace cesspools uh, with good sewage production facilities. The sewage production here in Kauai in the near future is going to be converted into hydrogen fuel that's clean. We call that poop to power. <laughs> so actually recycling, recycling sewage into clean power. So we can do a ton of things. We can't here in Kauai and in some of the other Hawaiian islands, we can't change the Ross ice shield from falling off of the main ice shield in Antarctic and melting and raising the sea levels. That's beyond our power is the bottom line. But what we can do in places all around the world is look at the opportunities that are being created. What we can do is in each individual area become much healthier. We can eliminate um, military activity that pollutes our environment. We can eliminate toxic farm chemicals that pollute our food. We can eliminate cesspools that kill our coral reefs. None of these things by themselves is going to technically damage a coral reef system around the world. But when you add them all together, that's when we have our problems. One of my in-depth studies that's coming into effect now in Hawaii, I'm happy to see, is I've been all around the world studying marine ecosystems and healthy coral reefs. And why are some of our coral reefs in Palau, in Indonesia, in different parts of the world thriving and doing really good right now? People aren't looking at the positive here. Why are some of the coral reefs like on the North Shore of Oahu dead as a doorknob and causing massive coastal erosion. Same with parts of Australia, where the Great Barrier Reef has died. They are also having massive flooding and erosion problems. So we got to look at each individual scenario here, and that's kind of my job. Bopping around the planet is to see what's causing a healthy reef system in one area and a dead reef system in another area and kind of put that picture together. And that's really what the travels have done in my studies on North Shore Oahu and Kauai. Yeah, and you've done a good job documenting it. You can find Terry Lilly and his work on YouTube, Underwater, the number two web. Next week, I will be recuperating after surgery and I will do my best to be back on Monday with more amazing positive imprints. Take care. Thanks for downloading, subscribing, or following this podcast. Your positive imprint. What's your PI?